let's move into a time of prayer and then we're going to press in for a little bit of the word here tonight of encouragement and open up for a time of testimony, time of sharing and also a time of prayer. It's uh, it's good. Uh, we've got Russell joining us as well. Good to see you, Russell. Yeah. I'm really good to see you, Kenny. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, Joseph, would you like to open us in prayer tonight? Good to see you on video tonight. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now. We lift Kenny up. We lift his family up. We lift all of Israel up, Heavenly Father. Lord, just do, do your mighty works. Do your mighty works. Guide and protect. Lord, take complete control of the whole situation. Lord, bring provision, bring wisdom, bring safety, Heavenly Father. Lord, may everything that the enemy tries to do against Israel be reversed, be reversed. Lord, we just ask you to be with us today while we online. Guide us and direct us all. In your holy name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank you, Joseph. What a blessing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. I just want to shout out if you are tuning in on the Facebook page, just let us know. Um, you can just put uh, some notes in the comments there. It's always a blessing to see who's joining us on the Facebook platform. And uh, we want to include you guys as well there. So if you make any comments, we try and uh, do them uh, on the Zoom call. Last week, I apologize. I couldn't read all the comments last week because my eyes were literally that sore. You know, we're going from like 4.30 in the morning till all hours. And if you're not getting a good sleep because of uh, fighter jets and stuff, it's very difficult. Anyway, I see Jerry. He says that he's tested negative today. Oh, no, that's Jenny. However, Jerry is coughing and spluttering. So... Uh, we'll stay on mute and listening. Okay, that's Jenny speaking. All right. Well, we're praying for you guys uh, for complete healing. And Father, we just come against all flu symptoms, all COVID symptoms over Jenny and Jerry. We just ask for supernatural strength over them. We thank you, Father. There's no room for the enemy uh, to bring sickness. We just come against all the assignments of the enemy, break it. Because we understand that it is by the stripes of Yeshua that we are healed. So we release the healing power of a mighty Savior, Yeshua the Messiah, over Jerry and Jenny tonight in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. You know, talking about the mighty name of Yeshua, one of the things that uh, I was really pressing in on, you know, I, I was meditating and praying in the Spirit, driving back from the Tanya today. Um, I did a few trips down there with uh, water and pulling the trailer and, and supplies and uh, just really pressing in about the call tonight and asking the Holy Spirit, you know, what are the key things that uh, what's the direction that he wanted us to be in? And of course, at a time of crisis at the time of war, uh, one of the most important things that we need to understand is our effectiveness in prayer. Now, a lot of people run to prophecy and they want to spend time listening to this prophet, that prophet, and every other prophet. And all you end up with is just a spirit of confusion and a whole bunch of different messages. And not that some of it can't be good, right? But I'm just saying we've got to find the balance 
and what we're dealing with. But if we will live life by the Spirit, if we'll press in by the Spirit, we can hear from heaven and he will tell us how to pray. He will direct our steps. And I, I want to share from a passage of scripture that radically transformed my life. And I want to encourage you, you know, if, if you're at that place where you're thinking, man, what would be a few verses in the Bible that would basically transform my life for, for <laughs> the rest of my time on this planet? It's definitely John chapter 14, John chapter 15, and John chapter 16. Those three chapters are just full of the fire of Yehovah because, you know, look, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about John chapter 14 right now, but it's uh, what some have called uh, the survival kit of the believer. It is Yeshua opening up to his disciples everything that he taught while he walked on the planet before he goes and pays the ultimate price uh, with death on the cross and resurrection. Hallelujah. So what does he open up with in chapter 14? He says, do not let your hearts be troubled. And, you know, when we hear that statement, don't let your hearts be troubled, it's because things are going to be seen through the eye gates that can be disturbing. I've seen more things this week that have rocked my world more than anything that I can ever imagine. And, you know, so, so often you can just get so numb to some of the footage and the things that you see because we're brought up in a generation that watches movies and, you know, I like a good combat movie, a war movie or whatever. And, uh, you know, they're very good at blowing people up and all that types of stuff. And, you know, all those types of, of military um, uh, movies, I kind of like all that type of stuff. But um, when I look at the footage and the things that I've seen this week and just realize what is going on with those who are kidnapped in Gaza, what they have been doing to the IDF soldiers, you know, amputations of limbs, pulling their eyes out, uh, doing all sorts of crazy, disgusting things. And I'm not even going to go into all the details of what has been happening, but it is absolutely sick beyond anything you could ever imagine. But Yeshua, he, he opens up this portion of scripture and he says, change is coming. That's what he's saying. John chapter 14, change is coming. It's not going to be like it was before. You know, you're all just happy because you can just follow me. You know, I'm walking with you. This is Yeshua speaking. He's walking with the disciples. You know, if there's ever a problem, you can't get that devil out. Well, you can always turn to Yeshua, you know, and he'll come along, rebuke all the disciples and then tell them how to get the devil out or you know, all the challenges, you know, remember, he was the one that said, uh, when the disciples were, you know, practicing their spiritual discernment, Yeshua, I think the people are hungry, we should send them away to all the villages around the Galilee, so they can all get something to eat before it gets dark. And Yeshua, you know, he's like, well, you know, just tell them all to sit down, I think we'll just feed them all, you you feed them, go get it, make it happen, you know. <laughs> So think of the pressure, the pressure the disciples are under in following what? Kingdom mindset, the kingdom way. There's a change that's coming. Yeshua's saying there's another change that's coming, and he's speaking to his disciples, and he's trying to recap everything. He's already told them, listen, you know, I'm going to die 
and be raised from the dead, right? And they're kind of like pushing that off, not really understanding. But here, Yeshua, he's seeking to bring forth comfort. He wants them to understand because he knows the events they are just about to experience are going to be on go. They're going to be beyond anything that they can comprehend or even handle in their mindset. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let your hearts be troubled. And as we go through the scripture, the events of scripture, even the end time scriptures and the prophecies of what's to come, we want to hear that resounding word of Yeshua. Do not let your hearts be troubled. How many people have uh, contacted me and, and said, uh, you know, we'll pay for your family to leave Israel. We'll, uh, we we want to give you a home, give you a place to stay. And I appreciate all of the offers, all of the help that's there. But uh, there just sometimes comes a time where you realize, you know what, this is where I've been sent. This is where I need to be. I'm here for such a time as this. So now what I want to do, rather than just running away, and listen, if the Holy Spirit says, yeah, you know, you've got to get out of the country, no problem. We'll, we'll do whatever he says. But when I'm pressing in, what am I hearing? I'm hearing the word of Yahovah. He's saying, I want you to adapt. I want you to change to what's going on around you. Don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in Elohim. Believe also in me. Now, Yeshua, he's the way to the Father, yeah? You believe in God. You believe also in me. My, in my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would not have told you. I'm going there to prepare to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back to take you to be with me so that you also may be where I am. You do not know the way to the place where I'm going. What an interesting statement when this is meant to be Yeshua bringing forth comfort. Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But guess what? You don't know the way to the place I'm going. Oh, well, that's really comfortable. Thanks, Yeshua. That's exactly what I was looking for <laughs> at this time. And, and, you know, when you see how Thomas responds, you can understand what's going on. But what is taking place at this beginning, in, in this first verse uh, of the scripture? Don't let your hearts be troubled. Basically, what we're seeing here is uh, Yeshua saying, I need you to be focused in the spirit. I need you to the, have eyes of the spirit. Sometimes the enemy will get you so bogged down with what's going on in the natural realm. You are disconnected to that which is going on in the spirit. And when I talk about the natural realm, we've also got to be very careful what messages we are listening to. We've got to be very careful how we are pulling our information on the guidance for our life. We need to be led by the Spirit. And this is what we go on to see in this portion of Scripture in John chapter 14. What's Yeshua doing in 14, 15, and 16? He is leading the, the top ones, the disciples. He's leading them into a place to the understanding, I'm going away, but the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, is going to be your guide. He's the one that is going to be there for you. He is going to teach you. He's going to remind you of everything I've said, as we see in verse 26. But it says, don't let your hearts be troubled. And this is a key that I want you to understand. You believe in Elohim. Listen, before Yeshua walked on the scene, they were looking to the Father. Then Yeshua walks on the scene. And what's he saying? I am the Mashiach. 
I'm the Messiah. You have to accept me and understand who I am. So you believe in Elohim, believe also in me. If there's ever a time to believe in Yeshua, it's today. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the name. I don't know about you, but my, I'm telling you, I've got a praise coming on. I feel like getting some black paint on, painting myself black, and getting down to a Pentecostal church and running around the place like crazy. I'm excited in the presence of Yehovah. In the midst of trouble, in the midst of difficulty, do we believe? Do we believe that he is able? And what we see in this belief that's here, we see this belief in Elohim and belief in Yeshua. Why? Yeshua is saying, I am here representing the Father for a purpose, and that purpose is the restoration of mankind. It's the restoration of all things. It's the restoration of creation. I've come to put that which is in disorder into order. Believe in Elohim. Believe also in me. Why? I've come to prepare. A, I'm, I'm going to go to prepare a place for you. I've got to get you to that place of marriage. Because as we are born again of the Spirit, we're betrothed in marriage to Yeshua. Hallelujah. And what does that mean? That means that the curse of the fallen man, that means the brokenness of everything that has been born of a sinful nature can now be born of Messiah. Hallelujah. Born into righteousness. We are born into righteousness. You are born into righteousness. And I want you to hear this so clear. Believe in Elohim. Believe also in me, Yeshua speaking. I'm going to prepare a place for you. I'm going to get things ready. And listen, I'm not just going to leave you. I'm coming back. I'm coming back so that you can come to that wedding supper of the Lamb. Hallelujah. You don't know the place I'm going. And what does Thomas say in verse 5? He says, Lord, we don't know where you are going, so how can we know the way? Yeshua answered, and oh, isn't these words just so amazing? Let them burn deep down in your spirit. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. Hallelujah. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Isn't it a blessing that we have access to the Father by the Son? Isn't that a blessing? That this is the restoration of all things, that we get to seek first the kingdom of Yehovah and his righteousness. And the promise is this, everything else will be added unto you. And sometimes what it takes is it takes us to be in a place where you are, are going to be surrounded with events in your circumstances that are going to be so big and so out of your personal control that you're going to have to learn how to operate in a new way of understanding. And that new way of understanding is, is, is that trust in Yehovah. It's, it's recognizing, you're sure you're the way, you're the truth, you're the life. I can't get to where I'm going if I'm not going through you. So when we're born again of the Spirit, the purpose of being born again as the Spirit is that we live life by the Spirit and not life by the flesh. Because what's the flesh going to do to you? It's going to cause you to experience destruction and brokenness. What's the Spirit going to do to you? It's going to cause you to experience life 
and life more abundant. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except me, except through me. If you really knew me, you would know my Father as well. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. What a powerful statement. And I love this portion of scripture because it reminds me of Moshe right back there in the book of Exodus. And we have that moment where Moses is in fellowship with Yeshua. He's seeing Yeshua face to face, okay? And then he has that opportunity of being so close in Yeshua that he is encountering the Father. And he says, show me your face. He's like, oh, no, you can't see me, but I'm going to come past that rock and you're just going to have this little glimpse of the back of me. I'm going to hide you in the, the cleft of the, of the rock and I'm going to pass by and you're just going to see a little bit. Why? If you have seen Yeshua, you have seen the Father. Hallelujah. And what did Philip say in verse 8? Lord, show us the Father and that will be enough for us. Oh, that'll be enough. Oh, just... Maybe you're talking in parables, Yeshua. Maybe we're just not understanding, but we are seeing that reflection. What is it about Yeshua? He is smiling with the Father. His facial expressions, his attributes of who he is, it's all the character of the Father. You know, I was just back in Scotland for a few months and uh, people hadn't seen me for a long time in the UK and uh, many people who knew my dad uh, before he passed, they're like, oh, man, you look more and more like your dad than you, than you can ever imagine. Man, you just, oh, man, you sound like your dad, you look like your dad and <laughs> all of this stuff. And, and you think, wow, you know, isn't that amazing that, you know, we we spend time with our, our fathers on the earth and it shapes into who we are. And you might not have a good example of an earthly father, and that doesn't dismiss you because in the spirit, we are born of the spirit and we're a new creation. The old is gone. Behold, all things are new. And what we experience in the spirit is far greater, far beyond anything that we can experience in the natural. In fact, it's so awesome. It's so awesome that the blessings that the father has for you, he gives them to you in the heavenly realm. Oh, he didn't, he didn't say, oh, you're born again. I'm glad you're born again. You know, what, what do you need? You need a house? I'll give you a house. You need a car? I'll give you a car. You know, oh, there's a bank account or there's a, a heavenly uh, or earthly credit card to keep you going. Now you're born again. No, he said, I'm giving you blessings in the heavenly realm. I'm going to give you blessings in a place where the devil can't steal from you. So if the devil's stealing, if he's taken from you and he's trying to, rob from you what's happening is he's only doing that in this earthly realm so we need to be investors in the kingdom and so when the devil robs for you in the, in the natural you just laugh at him and you say well is that it you know because i know where my investment is my investment is in the kingdom of Yahovah. There is nothing you can do. There's nothing that um, can happen to me that's going to rob the blessings, the richness of the goodness of Yahovah. And listen, blessings is not about money. Man, you can be more blessed without money. In fact, some of the most happiest people on the earth are not the, are not the people with the most money. Some of the most miserable people on earth are the people with the most, um, you know, goods on this earth, um, you know, material possessions. That's not our focus. Our focus is the richness of the spirit. 
from now on you have seen him and have uh, for now on uh, you you know him and have seen him philip said lord show us the father and that'll be enough yeshua answered don't you know me philip even after i've been among you for such a long time anyone who has seen me has seen the father how can you say show us the father don't you believe that i am in the father and the father is in me the words i say to you i do not speak of my own authority rather it's the father living in me who is doing his work and what do we understand from this what do we understand from this portion of scripture we understand that yeshua he's not operating in his authority he's operating in the authority of the father and what's he offering to us he's saying i'm expecting you to operate in my authority i'm expecting you to operate in my name because he is the risen savior hallelujah verse 11 believe me when i say i am in the father and the father is in me or at least believe on the evidence of the works themselves now what he's not saying in this portion of scripture he's not saying look if you can't believe in the spirit just believe in the flesh that is not what he's saying when he's saying believe in the works he's saying you are open to receive the revelation of the supernatural what do you think yeshua fed the five thousand in the natural he lifted up the loaves he blessed them and he broke the bread and he distributed the fish and the 5,000 were fed and 12 baskets were added. Hallelujah. Walking on war, all the different things. So when you look at the works themselves, they're the works of the spirit. It's not the works of this realm. So don't let your hearts be troubled. What are you going through right now? What are you facing right now? You know, every time we walk out the door, we don't know if we're going to get a 60-second demand to get to a bomb shelter. We don't know if I'm driving in the car, if any second right now there's going to be an alert going off in my phone and you've got to get yourself into a ditch at the side of the road or get into a place of cover. We don't know. In fact, I was on a call last week and all the sirens were going off and everything went crazy right uh, in the middle of the call when we're doing some questions and answers. We don't know what is ahead of us, but one thing we do know is that Hezbollah is far more powerful than Hamas. We know that they have over 100,000 troops in the Lebanese border getting ready to come in. We also know that in Syria, there's over 100,000 armed Iranian troops as well in that location. Oh, let me tell you, we could have our eyes on the flesh, but the Holy Spirit saying, I need you to move into a new dimension. I need you to understand the effectiveness of prayer. And that's where we're heading right now. Verse 11, believe me when I say I'm in the Father and the Father's in me, or at least believe on the supernatural evidence of the works themselves. You know, this is not uh, okay, uh, so you were Pentecostal. Uh, now, now you just have to be non-denominational or Baptist or whatever. Stop believing in the gifts of the Spirit. Yeshua is not saying don't believe in the gifts of the Spirit. That's not what he's saying. The works that I'm doing are signs, wonders, and miracles. They're transforming for the pulling down of strongholds. Hallelujah. 
Man, we're seeing the manifestation of the kingdom. I release the kingdom over our lives right now. I say this is the hour for the manifestation of the kingdom. Father, I don't understand the end from the beginning, and many people want to specialize in so many things, and there's only one thing I want to specialize in, being in his presence seeking first his kingdom, knowing him. I don't need to know the end from the beginning. I don't need to be the most cleverest person on earth. I don't need to be the answer man. I don't need to have it all together. I just need to be found in him. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the name of Yeshua. What does he say? Man, he's thinking, well, you know, Peter, you know, you're you're just really messing it up here and I'm kind of rebuking you here as we're going through things, you know, believe in the works themselves, he's saying, don't dismiss the supernatural. Very truly, <coughs> very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me, oh man, he's moving things into another gear. Oh, very truly, verily, verily, I say unto you in the old King James Version, right? What's he saying? He's saying, listen, I'm going to take you to that higher place. We started off with a motion of Yeshua bringing comfort to the disciples. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in Elohim, believe also in me. You've got to fix your eyes on the offer and perfecter of your faith. Oh, I, I believe this word is speaking to someone right now because I'm sensing by the Ruach HaKodesh, by the Spirit, that he is saying, this is the hour of the increase of the supernatural. It's, you, you can step out and see the transforming power of the Ruach HaKodesh manifest within this realm. I'm expecting incredible miracles right now. Man, could you, you know, I might be in a situation where a missile lands right outside my house and the name of Yeshua is not going to go off. It's going to be a dud. It's just going to have to sit there without exploding. In the name of Yeshua, I don't have a bombshell. I don't need a bombshell. Well, I would love a bombshell, but I don't have one. So I rely on the protection of the Father. But verily, verily, I say unto you, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me, will do the works I've been doing. Wait a second, Yeshua. Come on, we know what you've been doing. Now you're really putting up the pressure on, uh, on the disciples here. Whoever believes in me, I want you to lift your eyes up to the mountains. Where does your help come from? Stop trying to fix your own problems with your own abilities and start proclaiming, you know what, Father? I know that you have called me for such a time as this. I'm not going to shrink back. I'm not going to step back. I'm not going to walk back. I'm going to move forward in the mighty name of Yeshua. I'm not going to let my heart be troubled. We have more people walking in depression today because of what's going on around them. We've not been training people to get out of this realm into the spiritual, into the transforming realm of the spirit. And Yeshua just wants you to know, listen, if you can get the understanding, if you can get to that place, if you have seen me, you've seen the Father. Wow, that's a huge, huge picture. You know, I and the Father are one. The Father is in me. I'm in the Father. I don't operate in my own authority. I'm, I'm, I'm teaching you on the effectiveness of submission in the Spirit. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit. 
You can't do this on your own. I can't do this on my own. It's all about us submitting to him. So what causes us to be downcast? What causes us to be broken? It's when we look at the circumstances before us and we think, what are we going to do about it? How are we going to fix it? How are we going to uh, deal with the problem before us? And the, the way that the Spirit tells us to do that is to cast our cares onto Yeshua. You are not meant to carry the weight of the world. You're not meant to carry the weight of the world. Listen, I know what it is to weep with the broken. I'm sure we all have wept with the broken. But as we weep with the broken, what do we do? We bring them to the foot of the cross. We bring them to that place and we say, cast your burdens onto Yeshua. I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. Let's release all your cares onto Yeshua. Very truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing. Ha! Huh? And they will do even greater things than these because I'm going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name so the Father may be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. You know what? Sometimes the last place people go is to the place of prayer. They're in a situation, they're in a trouble, they're trying to work it all out by themselves. They're going to the doctors, they're going, they're looking to the medical world. Oh, I've got this problem, I've got that problem. First place, down to the medical. The last place we go to is the place of prayer. And what's the Spirit saying today? I want it to be the first place. I want you to understand that you can ask anything in my name. And the Father's desire is to be glorified in the Son. You may ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. This is powerful. What is this saying to each and every one of us right now? We are effective and powerful in prayer if we believe in the Father and the Son. Do you want to see the Father? You've got to look through the Son. You've got to look through the Son. Do we recognize that we are being set up for the wedding supper of the Lamb? Do we recognize that it's so important that Yeshua went so that the Holy Spirit could be given to us? We need the empowerment of the Spirit. Father, I want to thank you right now for your word. I thank you for the authority that comes forth from the red letters of our scriptures. Hallelujah. Yeshua, we love you. Take a moment and bless his holy name. We bless your holy name. We are not going to sit back. We are not going to shrink back. In the name of Yeshua, we stand in the gap. And just as Joseph prayed, we're not going to accept the assignments of the enemy. We're going to stand in the gap for even those who don't know how to pray. And we stand upon the promises of the Spirit. And I'm just going to read those first 14 verses of John chapter 14. Listen, I want to whet your appetite. I want you to get so on fire with John 14, 15, and 16 that you just can't even think about anything else until you are seeing the manifestation of the glory of Yehovah that the Holy Spirit wants you to experience through the words of Yeshua in these three chapters. I want you to get it. I want you to move into another realm. So we're going to take a pause there right now. 
because I believe that what we are speaking about, we're talking about Yeshua saying, I'm not speaking on my own authority. I'm not expecting you to speak on your authority. I'm expecting you to tap into the supernatural, to tap into another dimension. And I will do whatever you ask in my name. Now, this is not name it and claim it. You know, oh, well, you know, we'll just name it and claim it. And Yeshua is going to do it. We ask in his name. It's all going to be done. Oh, I, Father, thank you for the red Ferrari. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. I believe I got a red Ferrari. <laughs> People don't want a red Ferrari. They want a Tesla now, don't they? Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me a red Tesla. You know, that's not what it says in this portion of Scripture. Do we have the hearts, the characteristics of Yeshua within our lives? Do we have his heart? Are we walking in his ways? Do we have compassion? Are we caring for the brokenness? Dara, I love what you were uh, sharing and uh, just on your Facebook the other day. I just got a feed thing came up and just how you were ministering to someone who was living in her car that was working where you're working. And just it's having our eyes open and identifying with the needs of others around us. What can we do to make a difference for Yeshua? Not just make a difference. Now, you know, any, anyone can make a difference. That doesn't need to be supernatural. What can we do to make a difference for Yeshua? And that's what we want to do. We've got to get to that place where we move into another dimension. So what's the key word I want us to get hold of right now? Before you even see the manifestation of the Spirit, if your heart's troubled, you haven't even got to the first step. You know, you've got to get to that place where I'm not, my heart is not going to be troubled. I might see things I don't want to see. I might, someone might say things to me I don't want to hear. Things might happen against me that I can't understand, can't comprehend, but I'm not going to let my heart be troubled. I'm going to trust in you, Father. I know that I'm going to be put in places. I know events can happen within my life that could even be beyond belief on all measures that you could ever imagine that you could cope with or even get through. And some of you would rather be dead than alive in the things that could come uh, against you or against me. But in the midst of all of this, what's Yeshua saying? Listen, this world's got so much trouble. There's so much trouble in this world. But be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. It's okay. You know, what's the problem here? What's the problem? You know, in this world, you'll face troubles, right? But, uh, you know, we don't have to be in that place where we uh, are, are just broken. You know, what does it say? I'm, I'm going to the end of 16. Um, verse 31, do you now believe, Yeshua replied, a time is coming, in fact, a time has come when you will be scattered each to your own home. You will leave me all alone, yet I'm not alone, for the Father is with me. I've told you these things so that in me you may have shalom, you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. This is awesome. Don't let your hearts be troubled, but take heart. But take heart. Yeah, you're going to scatter. You're going to have things happen in the natural. You can't comprehend. You can't control. You can't understand, but take heart. I've overcome the world. You're not alone. That's something else we need to hear tonight, today, this afternoon, this morning, wherever you're listening from. You're not alone. You're bought with a price. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Are we ready for the supernatural today? Are we ready for the transforming power of the Spirit? Are we hearing from heaven? Are we hearing the word of Yahovah? Is he speaking to you right now? I want you to have eyes to see and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying. I want us to move into another dimension in the name of Yeshua. Don't get stuck in the reports of this world. So what's the medical world saying to you? What's uh, what's what's uh, your family members saying to you? Oh, you're no good at this. You're no good at that. You can't do this. You can't do Everyone wants to speak in the negative. But what's the Holy Spirit saying to you? Whose report are we going to believe? Because every time you hear the world's perspective, it always brings trouble. And it always brings a disconnect in the heart. And we don't get things aligned until we align ourselves with him. You know, when I was in an in, uh, accident emergency after having a heart attack and uh, the doctor came, you know, with the jacket on, you know, the one with the in authority, he says, ah, we're just waiting for your blood work. <clears throat> Looks like you'll be going home in half an hour. Everything's looking great. Well, guess what? Half an hour comes along and I've got a whole team racing at me, ripping my shirt off, getting ready, thinking this guy needs to go intensive care. Right. Guess what? They stole my peace. Why? Because I had a report. Ah, you're going home. I'm already setting my heart to go home. And then the next minute, oh, you're going to die. Oh, you're going to intensive care. Clear the air, clear the ways, take the uh, uh, x-rays of uh, my heart and Oh, man, it just went crazy. It took me about 10 minutes to get my peace back. That's what the world will do to you. That's what the world's going to do to you. And the world will also tell you, if you don't take this medication, do this, do that, you're going to die. If you don't do what I tell you, listen, you need to know by the spirit. I had the cardiologist. I had all of the um, the professor and all of the the top heart specialists all around my bed telling me if I don't take the medication that they're subscribing to me, I'm going to die. And I said, well, all the medication you're trying to give me is all suppressants and none of it is to do with health. So I don't need all your suppressants. I want to know what I'm going through so I can press in and pray through what I'm going through so I can have victory in Yeshua's name. I'm not going to have you dumb me down, numb me down, block me down, break me down. <laughs> don't let your heart be troubled. And listen, what I'm not saying, and just understand this, if you're on medication, I'm not saying throw your medication away, but maybe you need to seek first the kingdom. And ask the Holy Spirit what you should be doing. Don't just rely on what man wants to provide, what he wants to do. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father. Listen, Yeshua is the greatest physician, isn't he? He's the healer. He's the breakthrough. There's nothing you're going through that you can't break through in the mighty name of Yeshua the Messiah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I, listen, I don't know if you mind. I, I think I'm just going to preach for another five or six hours. I'm just so blessed in the Word right now. I could just keep going all night, you know? No, I'm just joking. We'll stop there because I want to open things up. I want this to be about community. I want it to be about us interacting together by the Spirit. Are you encouraged today? Is the Holy Spirit speaking to you? 
Have you seen Yeshua? Are you in relationship with Yeshua? Have you lost connection with your salvation? If you've lost connection, the Ruach HaKodesh is saying, it's time to align ourselves for such a time as this. So you might not be surrounded by bombs and stuff like we are right now, you know, where every night so you wake up in the middle of the night and all you're hearing is fighter jets ripping all over your house. Um, but it doesn't matter about that. It doesn't matter. There's all different noises. There are all different sounds. There's all different ways where the enemy is trying to take you out. So the question is, where is our shalom? Where's our peace? Because the Father wants us to find our peace in the Son, in Yeshua. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I'm the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way. I am the truth. What truth do you need to hear today? You need the truth of Yeshua. What direction? You know, isn't it interesting? You know, what? How many times when I'm when I'm praying for people traveling in the nations, I don't know, I don't know what God's what God's uh, I don't know my destiny. I don't know what I should do. I don't know my direction. Uh, I'm not hearing the Holy Spirit. I don't hear the voice of the Spirit. These are the two most sought after prayers when we're ministering in the nations. I don't know the will of God for my life, and I don't know the voice of God. And Yeshua says, "I'm the way." We don't need to be directionless without Yeshua because he's the way. So if we don't know the way and we're not hearing his voice clearly, we need to spend more time with him. That's all. It's just as simple as that. Delve in by the Spirit. Receive by the Spirit. Be empowered by the Spirit. If there's a whole bunch of noise out there that's trying to drown out the Spirit, it might take you a little bit of time to untangle all of that, but do it in the authority of the Spirit. In fact, <clears throat> the anointing, the presence of Yahovah is so strong here right now. And it's, it's, it's powerful for, for breaking yokes and, and, and just coming against things. Curses that have been sent against you, I break off you in the mighty name of Yeshua. Get off the, the, the lives of the saints right now in Yeshua's name chains be broken right now you might have come on this call you might be listening later on the facebook on crossing point let me tell you something chains are breaking right now in the name of yeshua you are not bound to the things of this world you are free in messiah i set you free right now in the mighty name of yeshua this is the time of freedom in the spirit in yeshua's name Hallelujah. We press in. We rejoice in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. All right. I'm just going to open things up. If the Holy Spirit speaking to you, yes, we want to pray for Israel. We want to pray for what's going on here <clears throat> as well. But I want to give an opportunity uh, for anyone who wants to share or, or speak. Um, hallelujah. Let's be a community tonight in Yeshua's name. Uh, good evening, uh, Kenny. Um, Jenny here. Uh, something that's been on my mind this week because um, we were hoping to uh, go away, getting excited about 
a few weeks, a few days away at the seaside or whatever. And uh, I ended up in bed. Um, and what's been going on in my head with, with praying for you out there is Psalm 121. So can I just read that? Is that okay? So I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. So, Father, I just thank you for the, um, the comfort that those words have given me, us personally this week, and that I've been able to stand on for um, Kenyan family in Israel. Lord, because we feel so helpless here, you know, uh, in our cosy homes with, with uh, our, our TV and our, our COVID germs. But Lord, we just are so mindful of the terror that is being um, reported and for the, um, the intent of the evil ones surrounding the territories at the moment in Israel. And what can we do? We can only pray. And so my prayer is Psalm 121, that your hand of protection will be over those who love you, for those that you want to protect and keep for this time. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jenny. Powerful. Yeah, I love that scripture as well. And we stand on it. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father.